Coming up, park fatigue in the age of Genie Plus. Welcome to the CWDW Near and Far podcast where we explore perspectives of the Walt Disney World Resort from 10 to 1,000 miles away. I am Mike the Far in this equation. And I'm John the Near. All right, today we are going to talk a little bit and just just have a discussion about uh, park fatigue. Uh, Whether that's going on at the parks now or not, I don't know. That's not necessarily what we're trying to say. This is a little more personal and um, particularly... uh, we were talking before the podcast on quite a bit on on a lot of things and a lot of reasons that would cause such a thing but john this, this is something that you've been dealing with a lot lately as a local and um you might as well just get into it what what is park fatigue to you like what is what is going on with this well and it is not just it's not just me. It's it's actually my uh, my family in general too. Like, uh, for example, we could have went to the parks last night, my wife and I, and we simply just did not feel like it. And um, I I I think there's a lot of reasons for it, but I just wanted to, to uh, point out that you know we've been here for six years next month. And uh, here I'm going to place, I'm going to put something on the screen just so you don't have to look at me. You can enjoy something else in the background. But, oh, it's unable to play the video. Hmm. Amazon. Yeah, I was going to say, don't, don't, uh, I, I highly recommend not using. Amazon for your uh, video backup feeds. The amount of weird problems I get. Anyway, I have been, we have been uh, living here for six years now. And I have to say, the first few years, which was 2017, 18, 19, even 2020, uh, 2021, like, like I know we had closures during that time and, the, 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 and the, this and that. I have, we never got sick of the parks. And a lot of people would ask that. They'd be like, does moving close to the parks make you, you know, not excited to go there anymore? And I have to say that it absolutely did not. I would go to the parks for years. I went to the parks every other day. And it was great to have the day off, but then I was excited to get back, and it went back and forth. And I have to say that uh, my my thought is, ever since Genie Plus came around, you know, it wasn't immediate because I could still go to the parks and ride, you know, I could ride a couple of rides and stuff. But 
my thought is Genie Plus has made it so stagnant for me as a local and the way that I do parks too, meaning I use, I typically would only go for a few hours at a time. And at this point, I don't really want to buy Genie Plus for just a few hours. And so I've been regulated to, you know, doing the low crowd things. And again, it was okay at first, you know, I would ride Star Tours and see the Muppet Show and you know, everything else would be pretty crowded and I'd be like, all right, but that, it was still fun and I enjoyed it. But that stuff just honestly did not last that long. And again, I, I don't know if it's just because of that, but you know, we were at Magic Kingdom on Mother's Day and we bought the Genie Plus and it's still just, uh, I don't I don't know why. It just, it just did not have the same feel that it used to for me. And again, Maybe the Magic Kingdom, I know we're, it's up on the screen right now, but it could be the uh, Splash Mountain thing, too. Just kind of gives me kind of a negative feel for the Magic Kingdom overall. I mean, we, we went, we still rode, uh, you know, Space Mountain, which I really like. Tron, which I forgot about again until right this second. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, I... And, and, and here's the thought process, too. I literally, tomorrow is typically the day that I go to the parks and I do want to go and I'm trying to think what park should I go to? And if I do, what am I going to do there? And, uh, you know, it's not really that crowded right now. So, you know, I can definitely get on a few rides and I'm going to go tomorrow. But again, the amount of times I've been skipping it lately, it's just not... It seems like it's more of a chore for you, though. Like you're almost looking at it like it's a chore, like it's a, like it's a business thing that you're kind of like, man, I got to go to work again, you know, that type of thing. Well, though that is that's a good that's a good observation too, because for a while it kind of was, when uh, Instagram was paying me bonuses to put up, uh, you know, park footage. It did kind of feel like I needed to go to the park to get consistent new and updated footage to uh you know it actually made me money and yeah right now they don't pay anything and you know i have been getting some money from tiktok but you know i'm, I'm not really feeling like that now it's it's more or less for fun but mm -hmm. again i don't know what it is and i think it's not necessarily like this for a lot of people because if you're on vacation you just buy genie plus and you ride whatever but again it just i don't know and and the last two times i went to epcot too it honestly just feels worn out like um, the seas with nemo did not seem it seemed kind of depressing there was nobody in the queue there was nobody around me the ride is not it, it, it was a cute ride, but it feels like it's just not standing up like it used to. Um, uh, Soren was only like a 20-minute wait, I think, and I didn't even go on it because I don't even like to wait through one show for it. And again, I do enjoy it, but I don't know. I just don't feel the uh, motivation like I used to. And I, I was, I was going to say, this is from a local perspective, um, some of your family was just 
at the parks this week and had a great time. So I don't want they to did, but I, I will make the comment that I, I think that the experience is way different nowadays than what it was. And particularly for my wife, who's been there a lot in the past few years, you know, um, so I don't I don't want to discount what you're saying, because I think that's there a little bit on this end. It, it's there for me a little bit. You know, I I stayed home on this trip and they went, you know, we we probably could have figured out some kind of babysitting arrangement for a couple of days while I went down and joined them. But, uh, you know, we we didn't do that. And I stayed home, you know, I chose to work, <laughs> you know, I, I don't get me wrong. I'm missing being down there, but I keep telling, I keep saying to my wife, I'm missing Florida more than I'm missing Disney. <laughs> like, uh, you know, the overall experience uh, of being there, the environment yeah. and everything. I have to you say, know? I moved here six year, years ago and I do not regret moving to Florida. Although my my I I may have had different opinions on whether or not we should if things would have been like they are now. Meaning, when I moved here in 2017, I literally would same day get fast passes for whatever park I felt like going to after work, mm -hmm. and I would ride two to three top notch rides with almost no weight. And so again, I'd ride two or three rides. I'd get a nice snack or even eat dinner there. I'd be home. It would be like a few hours went by, and I'd be like, "Wow, this is the life!" You know, like I get awesome clips of feeling like I'm at the best part of my vacation. And uh, again, I could probably still do do that, but it is going to cost me more money. And mm -hmm. as I'm sure most people know, I was just at the grocery store last night. Uh, it, life's getting expensive. So mm -hmm. it's it's one of those things where I don't know. I, I, I know park attendance has been down lately. And, you know, part of it, I'm sure, is life is getting expensive. Do you want to, uh, you know, eat or do you want to go to Walt Disney World? I mean, I would like to do both, but if you have to make that decision, I guess eat, it would be, you know, a priority. And between, so, so between that and, uh, you know, the genie plus thing, Disney just announced yesterday that, you know, they're going to do us a favor. And now you can, you have to buy genie plus starting, you know, sometime in the near future, a sing, you have to pick which park you want Genie Plus for because that, that might save you money. Or a multi-day park is going to be like $27. That's always going to be more. I've never used it on vacation, but my thought process is every time you start at Animal Kingdom or Epcot, you're going to go somewhere else by the afternoon and start Genie Plusing the Magic Kingdom or uh, Hollywood most likely. Or maybe... You're going to start an Animal Kingdom, then you're going to start Genie Plus and some Epcot stuff. And you're, you're probably not going to do just one park with Animal Kingdom mm -hmm. and probably not Epcot either. I mean, I guess you could, but but anyway, that's supposed to be Disney said they're going to save you money by doing that. Because, you know, if you only want Animal Kingdom, you can get it cheaper. Well, I don't think that that's a savings at all. That's just going to 
basically almost everyone's going to pay the top amount for the $27. And if you do want yeah. Animal Kingdom, I mean, in all seriousness, what are you going to do with that at Animal Kingdom? Yeah. They're, they're, really they're basically, too, huh? yeah, you, you can't do Flight of Passage because that's a pay-as-you-go yeah. one. Um, the other thing is that tells me that they did a lot of research into which days are multi-park which days someone is likely to spend an entire day at and which which park doesn't have enough to spend an entire day at and they also did their research on um line volumes and things like that because they've come to the conclusion that you're going to spend all day at magic kingdom and spend all day at hollywood studios and because you you have to if you want to ride everything at hollywood studios because you're going to be waiting in line all day you know yeah, and I just have to say that that is just one more more thing that reminds me of it's it makes it even worse. Like again, if I took a day off of work and used Genie, Genie Plus, now I got to say, all right, it, the one thing I liked about Genie Plus is that it's basically for everything. It's like I can go anywhere I want. I can go to four parks in a day if I want, wherever genie plus takes me it's like maybe if there's availability somewhere i might change parks i don't know that sounds like a great idea to me and i like the idea too uh, that you don't have to pre-plan it like there's so much you have to plan at disney and again you vacation there a lot more than i do i don't vacation there at all anymore but i'm thinking like i said if you're at magic kingdom or you're at epcot in the morning how many times have you and your family said Let's go to Magic Kingdom, but it's a spur of the moment decision. And again, if, if you had Genie Plus, it's like great. We'll just let's get a ride there. We're heading over. Jump on the monorail. It's a fun, you know. You don't even have to mm-hmm. think about it. Now you better know that ahead of time. No more spontaneous park hopping. And if if you're using Genie Plus, and I know you don't use it a lot, but I'd say most people do because on, yeah, gonna, the numbers are there. No, you know, if you go go there once every three years, you better because the numbers are there, no doubt. You're absolutely right. I mean, there people are buying Genie Plus and uh, they're making a profit off of it. And obviously, by refining it, they're showing that they're starting to understand the way people uh, do the park thing, right? So, um. I have to say, too, I know that Genie Plus and the parks are not made. It's not really for me as a local. So, but mm-hmm. again, when I moved here, my goodness, it was so, so nice. You know? And I have to say, too, as far as like, uh, you know, for a while there to kind of make up for the lack of parks and stuff, my, my wife and I started saying, all right, let's pick a restaurant and we will eat somewhere new it'll be fun and all and that is nice but it really didn't last that long the prices went up the food quality went down and i'm it started to get not as good as i thought it would be you know like um, uh, the the california grill was top notch and we had that a couple months ago that was unbelievably good but overall, I have to tell you that Disney's cutting back on food quality. I know people in food service, and I was going to say a good example is um, the Grand Floridian Cafe. I hear that the, 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 this is one anecdotal uh, uh, example. The buttermilk chicken is getting sent back a lot 
because pe pe people who love it and went over over the years all of a sudden they're like what is this this is not good and so it's the little things like that so again you 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 think you love a food item at disney you, you better get it again because uh, we're not sure what it's going to be <laughs> you go back it may it may or may not be what you remember so again that's what they're work, working on now disney needs money and so i just feel like it's a chess game and i'm not i'm not um I'm not doing well as far as uh, convincing myself how great it is to go back. And again, I keep seeing all these influencers on Instagram and stuff and showing how great things are and stuff. When I go there, I'm not getting that same feeling at this point. Like, uh, I don't know what, what it is exactly. Like To me, it's just kind of having a, I don't know, almost like a sad feeling at Disney. Well... You know, you said about the influencers and stuff. Let's talk a little bit about that because um, maybe this is backing up the the thoughts that this is actually a thing for a lot of people because Tim Tracker, every day for much of his uh, career, going to the parks every day, you know, very rarely was he doing a non-park related thing. He's a, He's now a family influence now a family vlogger you know because of his kids and his family and stuff uh paging mr morrow i don't know if you've watched him lately but he's doing a lot more like he's doing a lot of pennsylvania stuff lately you know he came up to visit his family he was just at Knobles last week you know he was at hershey park last week i noticed a lot of people have been doing that lately uh, yeah Bush they're going Gardens, out hershey right. park Dollywood's been coming up a lot. Like, yeah. uh, and you know, I almost think it's the parks trying to tell them, come in and we'll give you a free day at the park and stuff. Cause they're, they're seeing weakness in Disney right now. So that's, that's what I think part of that is. Yeah, it could be, but I know like even Adam, the woo, who was doing nothing but Disney, Disney, Disney for a long time is now, I mean, he's going all over the place you know he's doing a lot of baseball game stuff and things like that you know and and you can look at the numbers like the numbers are dropping as far as these influences what they're actually you know their views are and things like that yeah i'm so. not i i always say i'm not an influencer at all but my accounts though um especially my D disney one it really hasn't been what it was like it's uh it's a bit it's a bit stagnant lately, you know. And again, mm -hmm. maybe I, I don't know what that is exactly, but it's uh, uh, it, yeah. Based on based on the crowd levels and stuff, people are either um, hurting economically. Um, maybe some of them even politically don't care for Disney right now. I mean, that wouldn't stop me from going there because I, but I but it's either that or they're just not happy with the way things are going. And I think that's the bulk of it, honestly, because again, who you vote for and stuff, uh, they're, that's not going to keep you from going to the parks. Like I don't, I, I can't imagine uh, politics would ever stop me from going to Disney world. So it just wouldn't. 
So I, I, I think, think it does for a lot of people though. Like if you look at some of the things going on culturally across this country, like we've almost started to look at our politics. Like we look at sports teams, you know what I mean? Like if you look at college football, particularly in the South, like there's some vicious rivalries there and people actually hate each other's guts in some way, shape or form because of their sports teams. Um, you know, I, it seems to be that way with politics nowadays for whatever reason, you know, nobody wants to have a conversation or anything. I think with sports teams, it's a little less like that. Like you, you'll find Auburn and Alabama guys, you know, that maybe hate each other's guts during the game. will tailgate together and have a beer together. But, you know, as far as like politics go, it's vicious, man. You can't even have a conversation on social media anymore that it disagrees with the, with like some certain people and, you know, you get attacked. So, um, it, I think Disney, they're definitely like the middle American, um, politics, so to speak. Uh, you know, maybe Disney is starting to like tear itself away a little bit from that demographic and, some of those people are not going to the parks. You see them talking about it all over the place. They're just not. And and I understand like some of the people on the other side would be like, good. No, it's not good, man. That's it, supposed to be an inclusive place where everyone should feel welcomed, no matter what side you're on or anything. You, you know, people fought for inclusion and everything, but by fighting for inclusion, oftentimes nowadays, people try and exclude other people. And I don't care whether you disagree or agree with somebody. Well, you look at the parks right now, there's like a lot of fights going on and stuff, you know? So I was gonna say I can tell you that if you if you think everything in life can be boiled down to two political parties, yeah. You're completely wrong. And you're exactly if, right. If you think your side is one hundred percent right and that's the end of that, then you are a fanatic and more yeah. like a sports team person than an actual thinking human being. And I think most people fell into that. And again, yeah. I see it on both sides, like just the dumb. It's dangerous, right? Yeah. Isn't, yeah. It, isn't it dangerous? Yeah. And and we see a lot of that now. Like we see, you know, this, this creates vicious, viciousness and divisiveness. And it's, like you're supposed to go to Disney and like feel like you've gone – you know, you've been transported somewhere else. It's an escape. Um, and sometimes it doesn't feel like that, particularly when you got to deal with some of the stuff in the parks that you deal with in your regular life. You know what I mean? So it's like, I, I mean, I, I just feel like maybe that's part of your equation here, John, is that... I didn't think it was, but maybe you're right. I used to... Uh... When I used to go to Disney World, it really did feel like you connect with people from all over and every every different background. And you know what I mean? It doesn't matter do. who you vote for. You're all mm -hmm. watching the parade and having a good time. And it's all like that part of the world doesn't matter for a while. So, But I guess it does matter now, you know? like uh, Well, it, yeah, it, it be, isn't. That, that it's not part of it. That doesn't feel very good. It's Even not people. Not about it. Well, yeah, I was going to say it's not people like you, though, that have been forcing that into your line of thinking. You know what I mean? It's um, 
it's it's the culture and the culture around the parks right now you know sometimes it can get that way um i don't know i i i'm with you like i i i feel like you know i don't i don't want to deal with that stuff you know when i go there and i spend that money and i i take that time it's already overwhelming in social media and the news and all the other it's like you don't you don't need it to extend to vacation or your happy place you know where you're not thinking about such stuff maybe maybe that happened during the pandemic though like we're looking right now at your video on the screen um going into the t-rex cafe and you know on the ground are those social distance markers and for like a year and a half or whatever it was a year that stuff was shoved in our face right and it was part of the cultural impact and some some political stuff and so everywhere you had to go you know you had to be careful you had to wear a mask you had to do the social distancing you had to you know be conscious of this that and the other thing you know uh you know um um can't don't sit at at a table where there's somebody next to you or anything you know all those types of things and i don't know maybe that's where this type of discourse crept into the whole park thing you know yeah that was a uh, a time of separating everybody you know it's like you you need to pick which side you're on i guess during that time and I always said too. I I did not agree with uh, either side at that time. I I literally thought both sides were wrong at that time and ridiculous. And I have to say, in the end, I feel like I was completely right. But mm-hmm. if I would have been wrong, though, I would have died. So. <laughs> Yeah. I was willing to take that chance, but not a smart thing to do for everybody, I guess. But yeah, I made my bets of uh, I didn't believe everything was as I was told by everybody, and I did whatever I wanted, and it turned out well for me. But like right. I said, it's a little risky, though. But yeah, during that time, it could have been. But anyway, I I I'm not giving up on Disney parks or anything. I'm hoping when Epcot finally takes those construction walls down, I'm not anticipating anything great is going to be there, but just to have the front of the park back would might be make it feel a lot more fun and, you know, just normal. And uh, I really uh, would like that. So. And I'm trying to figure out a way to utilize... Uh, what do you call it? Lightning lanes better. Like mm. I, uh, I had planned on taking a partial day off of work once or once or twice a month, and stacking some lightning lanes so my wife and I can go and kind of make it feel a little bit like 2018, where you could, uh, you know, go and just do a few rides and not have any weights and just, you know, try to get a little bit of that old feel back. So I am trying, I'm not giving up on Disney parks. It's just lately I've really been hit with a fatigue and I, I, so many times I can go to the parks and I'm just like, I I think it was a week or two ago, even on a Sunday, I was like, I'm going to stay home and clean my fish tanks 
get something done. It's like I, I could have went to a Disney park. Imagine somebody who is, doesn't live anywhere near thinking such a thing. It's like, oh, you could go to a Disney park or stay home and do chores. And I'm like, oh, I think I'll take the chores. <laughs> it's like that's a bad mindset for me. But I was well, I just say, I, I said to you, I stayed home and took the dog for a walk for the week. <laughs> Well, I was going to say, on a positive note, you could see here is a little volcano bang going on. Um, Universal, I am not, I don't have park fatigue with. As a matter of fact, I need to get back there to try out some stuff at the Minions Cafe, which is new. Um, My wife and I were just talking that we need to do a specific trip to ride the water rides at Islands of Adventure because you get so wet that you can't just ride them randomly. You need to plan that out. So, I mean, I I don't really have fatigue with that, but Universal, as much as I love it, I feel like it's not, there's not enough there for me to go as consistently as I did with Disney, you know, because I had four parks there's basically two at Universal. And I know they have Volcano Bay, but I'm not counting water parks. That's a special trip for me, at least. I don't just do them randomly. So, you know, uh, there's twice as many parks and they're bigger. And, you know, and then they have all the resorts and this and that. Like, there's a lot more to do at Disney. So that was, I would say for every three trips to Disney, I would do maybe one to Universal. So again, I'm not bored of Universal, or I don't have the fatigue of that. But the Disney part, though, I just need to, I need to rework it and figure it out because again, I'm I'm going to go to the Disney parks tomorrow, but I don't know which park to go to. I think about it, and I'm like, oh, I could go to Magic Kingdom, and I'm like, I don't know what exactly I can do there. You know, like uh, it's going to be hot and sunny and i can ride the transit authority and maybe pirates unless unless i pay for it and ride a few more rides but i feel like i just did it i just did that with genie plus too not long ago so i don't know what do you think it is though that universal maybe you don't have the fatigue i i you explained basically why you don't go to universal more often which is say the lack of theme parks so to speak or things Mm -hmm. to do but what is it that um you know why are you not fatigued as much say by by a you know the universal experience as opposed to the disney experience i i honestly don't know uh, the exact reason it feels like more of a feeling to me than anything just universal still feels like a i guess you'd call it a positive happy kind of place um um the team members seem generally nicer and again, I, I don't know exactly. Like, uh, there, there's just something about the Disney parks that have just, they it's starting to feel old to me. And again, it, it could just be me. Um, but I don't, I don't know. It's, it's more of a feel than anything. And I was going to say, as far as like political stuff goes, I guarantee you the people that run Universal have, they're going to vote for the same people that run Disney. They're probably, 
they're not that much different so it's not like politically motivated or anything i just don't i don't know to me universal still feels bright sunny positive like uh, just a, a nice place disney feels less like that to me and again i don't know why it's uh, not necessarily any one thing just a lot of things together and you know what the problem is too i know people that work at both so i i i get to know a little bit more of what's goes on and what happens and all that and again the disney part is there's just a lot of negativity going on behind the scenes at disney lately too that i'm not even i'm not going to get into but that's that's interesting um you know, I, I was thinking as far as uh, Universal goes, there was a, uh, I don't know if it, who, who it was, somebody, pardon me, somebody ran a poll the other day and it basically said, not a poll, but they were asking their followers on Twitter, what does Universal do that um, better that than Disney? Hmm. And my response to that was customer service. When when has that ever ever been mentioned ever until recently? You know, I mean, Disney was always known for fifty years or whatever it's been. You know, yeah. as customer service that that's the you know, and now short of um, a few individual instances, which I can tell you a lot of like positive interactions with cast members i've had and i can tell you a lot of negative ones but you know like say short of uh the cruise line you're hearing a lot more negative nowadays and um you don't i don't personally experience that at universal at all um my positives at universal as far as customer service experiences have been way more positive um than what it's been at disney lately so uh I can tell you too that that um, Disney used the pandemic to to get rid of uh, a lot of seasoned cast members, like the old, uh, like like the, remember back when Disney had loads of retiree age people and stuff, mm -hmm. uh, college program kids who stayed kind of took over most of that like like you do not see anywhere near the amount of older people working there anymore and that yeah. includes in management because again my wife worked there for a few years and she literally knows incompetent workers that were just a mess at the lowest level um after 2020 they're leaders now, which is pretty high up. Like all of a sudden they're like leader. And it's like, these people could not even handle the lowest job, these young people. So again, they got rid of a lot of older experienced pe people who were knew how Disney does things and th this and that. And they gave the job to um, young people. And again, that's when cast members became friends of leaders it's like that the your your leader used to be a scary person to you because you better do every, do things right or you're going to get in trouble maybe even fired when the leader's watching you know 
and now it's like I think the leaders are your buddy. You might live with them in the apartment with 20 other people because they're not paying the leaders much probably. <laughs> they probably took a high-paid leader and give them a third of the money and said, but you're the leader. And they went, awesome, I'm going to take it. You know, so. I uh, that that could reflect some of the feels going on and some of the customer service and all that kind of thing. So, but yeah. I was gonna say the other thing is mm. Epic Universe is coming in a couple of years, and I say that a lot. So, but that is a big positive coming in the future. So, um, what that does to affect other parks and everything, like uh, hopefully Disney feels better by then and. And straightens out some stuff but who knows within a couple of years i might not have anything to say about disney fatigue because i might say i just go to universal mostly huh? <laughs> you know like once or twice a year i'll go to the magic kingdom if i get some free tickets or something but if it turns into that it depends can can epic universe do something to replace that uh, Epcot feel too. They might be planning it. The central part of it looks huge. And again, it's possible, you know, it's possible. Well, I mean, the rumor has it that that's definitely going to be there. It's, it's built down by the convention center on purpose. Hmm. That's going to be their convention center park, so to speak, including hotels and things like that down there. So, what you just said about Epcot and, you know, because Epcot's kind of been the convention park for Disney. Um, I don't know, man. You might be onto something there. You might see uh, it might replace that Epcot thing. Well, I'm just thinking if they do something, something very creative with the middle hub that mm -hmm. includes the possibility of food festivals and things, which Universal has been testing with their Mardi Gras and all that, mm -hmm. like doing food booths and everything. Again, they might be thinking this, well, they probably are thinking this would be the perfect spot to have that too. So it could be like a Epcot type feel in the middle with different lands all coming out. And again, I don't know for a fact, but it looks to me like they put every bit of experience that they could into building this park, like to make it, it may not be the best park ever, but I bet it's the best park so far, like designed the best, set up the best. And again, uh, you know, they, they started out with the studios, which is good. And then islands, which is really good, like the setup and everything, awesome. And now they're doing another one. Like what the thought process that they've been putting into is probably huge because you don't build a new park every day. So it definitely uh, about that. definitely looks like they've allowed the creatives to, you know, take their stab at it. So, I mean, maybe that'll, you know, turn the tide for you and help with the uh, the little the park fatigue, which, again, you're not really feeling a universal, but still, I mean, well, you know. I'm hoping, like I said, I'm hoping that it's not it's just a temporary thing. And uh, again, I'm I'm looking to actively experiment with new ways to experience it, to try to uh, try to make my excitement go back up again to uh, 
to visit the parks mm. more often. But again, I shouldn't have to do that. I should just no. Anyway, cool. Like that's that's Disney's job to make me want to yeah. go back. And again, it may not reflect at all, but if there's a version of this that's hitting the general public, you know what I mean? Uh, that would not be good. I could just be a uh, smaller example to look at that will happen over a longer period of time in general. I don't know. Or I could well, just be a nut and, you know. I well, you had a good point. It's not your job to... Uh capture immersion and capture those feelings it's their job um what i would say is i always like going to uh tom sawyer's island i tell you that all the time that's always fun you know i would think about trying that and you know walking around that island and finding a sense of being a kid again or something you know like maybe that'll help yeah no you tell me that and i never go over there yeah. It just seems like it's hard to get over that. It is. Fine and get on a raft, but it is. But there's very rarely people going over there, so you're not going to wait in too much of a line. But again, you got to go down there, you know. And uh, I did you know. hear that that I can take the walking path back again from the Magic Kingdom, which that alone makes me want to go. Like that that fact makes me say I should go to the Magic Kingdom tomorrow. Because I love walk. It's a couple miles, but I love a nice brisk walk. And you can stop at the Grand Floridian and see that 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 could be part of my fatigue too. That yeah. walking path was a big part of the positivity, even if it was so crowded and the park wasn't as fun as I had hoped. And this and that, a nice walk back and maybe a quick bite to eat at the Polynesian, it turned an okay trip into a wow. That that was fun i enjoyed that you know so hopefully yeah. that's open permanently but again between that hotel and that highway they're going to fix it could they could shut that down again too at any time i think when they start doing the highway thing they're going to but. yeah you can enjoy it at least out there right yeah at least tomorrow maybe i will take a nice long walk and you know visit the grand floridian and the polynesian again on the way back so that would uh definitely be a good thing so i think i'll do that tomorrow that that, oh, that helped me decide what park i'll go to tomorrow magic kingdom and i look forward to walking back from it. there you <laughs> go <laughs> all right park fatigue uh, anyone else out there experiencing park fatigue uh let us know down in the comments uh and uh you know it's just something i mean i i don't know i i guess i feel it a little bit at times and um you know i can't imagine living that close to uh to the parks and not feeling it to some degree so especially in in this current era we live in so all right john uh where can they find you online you can find me at CWDW on Instagram and Facebook and TikTok and YouTube and C.UO on Instagram and Facebook. All right. And you can find me at the giant rat, T G giant rat on Instagram, on, uh, you know, TikTok, YouTube, Twitter, 
pretty much all the socials. And that should do it for this one. We will see you on the next one.